ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For the Record, episode number 64. We are back! Finally, thank you God, 2016 is over. Now I'm not disparaging any of the guests that we had on. That was actually the fucking best year I've ever had in terms of guests, and that was wonderful. Um, I loved hearing everyone's stories. It was so much fun. I the, the podcast was easily one of my favorite parts of that entire year. But, oh my God, what a shit show that 2016 was. Uh, let's fucking light it on fire and move on all right we're um finally back with this um expect a lot of new things this year expect um new theme songs obviously new guests new just new production that's going to go into this it's not where it is yet because there's ideas that i've just started to develop but um i have a really big feeling this is going to be our best year yet and I'm really optimistic and looking forward to the future with it. Um, this episode of For the Record was brought to you by Audible.com, your go-to site for audiobooks presented by Amazon. For a free 30-day free trial and a free audiobook, go to www.audibletrial.com shamelesspromo to claim your offer. All right, this episode is my buddy Joey Lancaster of Bel Noir. Um, I've known Joey since he did some work with, uh, the Demon of Me guys, but Joey is a fucking fantastic musician and a great songwriter. We were originally supposed to do this episode in San Jose in person because we're not far from each other. Um, I had some crap come up that I had to take care of, uh, here, but luckily we were able to use Skype and that, uh, the technology, the audio actually turned out really good on this one. Um... Uh, not perfect at times. My service isn't amazing here, but it turned out, um, I'm, I'm really happy with it. There was a part in the episode where it's going to kind of jump for a second. Our, this goes back to the service thing. Our audio cut out for just a minute. Um, but we will, uh, but it resumes really quickly and I, I cut out all the just static crap and waiting for it. Um, but, uh, it worked really well and, um, God, it was the first, not the first time, but one of the first times that I had seen Bell where I was like, holy shit, these guys really have a career. Like, they, they have something that really good on their hands was they played BFT. They played on the um, the local band stage, um, and I think they were, like, first or second that morning, and I, God, I wish they had been moved up because there were just, fuck, they sounded so good. They were so on it. Um, the band have a new album out called What It Means to Be. Um, it's an amazing nine tracks. I know I say everything's amazing. I'm not going to apologize for it. I like music and I like good people and I'm not going to apologize for that. So suck it, internet. Um, all right. So without further ado, welcome back. This is 2017. We're going to kick ass this year. I've got a really good feeling about it. This is episode 64 of For the Record with Joey Lancaster of Bel Noir. Enjoy.
good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. I was okay. actually going to... I headphones real quick. Cool, sweet. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Um, these headphones are not picking up. Okay, there we go. Now I can hear it. Wonderful. All right. How you doing, buddy? Good to talk to you. You too, man. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, it's been a while. It's definitely been a while. We've tried to get this going for a while, for sure. One second. No worries. All right, you can still hear me good? Yes. Oh, yeah, I can hear you even better. All right, good. Awesome. Wonderful. All right. Yeah, I had some stuff. Um, hi there. <laughs> um, I had some uh, a few things come up that required me you to be in hi. front of a computer. And Got I it. figured it would have been fine, um, and then I realized the traffic situation with san jose and just how shitty it is yeah man everywhere i, I do area. it daily i'm yeah. usually stuck on like 237 during rush hour so it sucks ass yeah it's 880 for me but yeah it's I, no matter where you go in the bay it's exactly the same situation it's and then it's just insane so you you do construction yeah i am a um i'm a finished carpenter by trade okay Yep. <laughs> hi there. I don't think we've met before. Hi. That's my that's my daughter Riley. He says hi. Hi Riley. You, you can hear him say hi. No. <laughs> She's gonna be a little bit shy. She says hi too though. That's okay. I'm I'm not that interesting. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> For sure. Um but no, I never knew that. How long have you been doing that? Oh, I started young under my dad, so I'd be helping him on weekends when I was like ten. Oh shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, nice. he basically threw a paintbrush in my hand. Was just like, go prime, <laughs> go prime this stuff because you know you can't really screw up primer. You're like, okay, Dad, sounds good. Yep. <laughs> I remember I used to get. He was teaching me how to do drywall and stuff too when I was young, and I'd get so frustrated because I'd get it wrong, and I'd end up just banging it too hard with a hammer and putting a hole in it. And then, oh like, man. <laughs> and, oh man, yeah. And he's just laughing at me. For sure. <laughs> do you have your Do you have your own practice, or is it? Do you work with a company? Uh, I'm actually. Or? Yeah, I'm transitioning into it right now. Cool, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've put a lot of a lot of work into it over the, over the years. And the paper. And it, yeah. it helps with the being in being the the main guy. Kind of helps with um, scheduling and freedom to be able to tour and still provide for my family. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was. I mean, that was kind of one of the things I was going to bring up when we were talking among like just us having a conversation but like how do you make the balance between the day job and having a family and having a, a wife and kids and <laughs> <laughs> what is that is that a lego it is a lego good eye oh nice we're, we're playing with her entire frozen lego castle sweet set. heck Always yeah so fun <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> Lego, Legos are still badass, no matter what. Absol no, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, like, um, uh, we just got, like, a PS4, too, and we have, like, the Lego games and stuff. Oh, the Lego games are so good, like, and yeah, the, just we, the uh, Dimension? Too. My wife's a way bigger nerd than me. Um, <laughs> she got, like, Lego Dimensions or whatever. Um, Riley, stop. <laughs> um, Come on, Dad, yeah. let me have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the balance, though, is really hard, you know, because it's like, I don't know, it's, it, you don't sleep a lot because you're always, like, thinking or worried about something or, like, yeah. just trying not to sell anything short, you know, just because these yeah. are all things that mean a lot to me, you know, my, 
my of course my little one she means everything to me and my wife she means everything to me as well and my my band is my creative outlet um that's just how i'm able to i, I don't know because i think i've been playing music so long now that i might not know many ways to express myself yeah other than other than through through music you know whether it's just jamming out like um a dreary uh reverb part or something to you know being aggressive you know just always always trying to do something new but that's pretty much where my outlet goes is music for sure i th- i think no matter what i'll always be performing and playing um writing whatever just because it's been a huge part of who I am. Definitely. Uh, that's that's really cool to hear, and it's cool to hear that you're able to. I mean, even with the balance being hard, it. I mean, it definitely seems like it's super rewarding for just, just no, in abs- all aspects of it. Just, like, it makes, it makes the smallest achievements even feel good sometimes <laughs> because, you know, it's always, it's always a battle, you know, but nothing worthwhile comes easy in my eyes, so... Um, yeah, we, it's been a lot of building and a lot of uh, definitely a slow build too for for the band, um, but yeah, definitely incredibly rewarding. When did you first start Bel Noir? I I feel like I've heard I, I feel like I've known the name and I've known obviously I met you through Kyle and through Demon to Me and through stuff like that, but yeah. I feel like I've known the name for a lot longer. Yeah, uh, we've been we've been around. We released our first EP September of 2012. Okay, yeah, um, then I've definitely heard of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been we've been around for a while. Most like primarily focused on playing like San Francisco just cuz it's been yeah. an easier market, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to a lot of people like, "Oh, San Jose, this, San Jose that." You know, we've had some great shows in San Jose. It's just uh, we've had a little bit better luck in San Francisco. Yeah. And, you know, some a lo- you know, I feel like there's more venue stability de- up there. Yeah. Um cuz you know, here it's like uh, here today, gone tomorrow, and a lot of like twenty-one and up spots, you know. Aside from X Bar and stuff, which again we've had great nights there. I I have no beef or, or not saying anything negative about that yeah, at all yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah, we spent most of our time playing places like Bottom of the Hill and stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah. Played Slims once, finally played Regency once. Like it was. I remember that show. That was unbelievable. Show. Yeah, unbelievable. I yeah. was terrified. <laughs> You guys sounded just, great that night. That was the Armor for Sleep yeah, show, right? Yeah, it was. It yeah, was, that was a great show. Because uh, Ben from Armor for Sleep actually emailed me through his through uh, through all our booking agents or whatever, and uh, he's basically like, "Hey, do you guys?" Uh, he emailed me asking if it's okay if they use our backline for the show, and I'm like, "I hope you're not expecting like a wall of marshals or anything." <laughs> you know, we have small. We we play combo amps, and you know, I play an orange head on a two twelve two twelve um, cab. Yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of explained the set up to him. I'm like, sorry, you know, this is what we got. And he's like, dude, that's going to totally be fine. So on top of everything else, it was just our gear on the stage, like this massive stage with just a little 212, <laughs> an Ampeg bass amp and two combo guitar amps. And it's like, it was just like, there was way too much room. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> like, that's I'm hilarious. used to being like an elbow away from someone at all times. <laughs> and this was like... I couldn't hit anyone with a rock, you know? So, yeah. Like, it's weird to it was... make that jump, though, no matter what. Um, no, yeah. Yeah. For from... sure. Because when we played, we played Slims once, and we were band one of four that night. It was on my birthday. And, uh, like, that still, like, there was a bunch of backline and stuff. So, I mean, it's still a big stage, but it felt normal. 
just because of yeah. you know, all the gear and stuff that takes place. And I know you've seen this with some huge shows with all the, you know, shoreline things that you do and, <laughs> you know, much larger scale. So, I mean, I definitely, you definitely know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I think the uh, Regency being the biggest stage I've ever played, um, by far, and that and not having a backline, it was just, it was <laughs> like my cables, my cables barely reached. And oh, it was, Jesus. Yeah, it was so, fu- I, I have pretty long cables, but that was a stretch. Yeah. That, also my delay pedal took a crap during sound check too. Oh, that really? night. Yeah, and our sound is so dependent on reverb and delay. I was like, I just cranked the reverb for that night and survived. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. That was just such so much stress at once. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, because you've got the pressure not only of, like, not only a usual show, like, say if you're playing Slims or Bottom of the Hill, you have that option to kind of be like, okay, pedal's not working. We'll get through this. It's okay. And then you jump to a venue like Regency, and you're like, yeah. "Shit, it's not working. Yeah. This is not good. We really gotta figure this out." No, yeah, right, it was cool. like it was like it was like actual panic attack. You know, <laughs> like the tiniest things are magnified times a hundred. You know, when when you're on something like that, because you know you're playing with an established band that is you know sold a lot of records, and you know you want you want you don't want to be a scrub or anything. Like they're using your gear to boot. You know, so it's yeah. like. He wasn't using my pedals or anything, but he had his own pedal board. But yeah, because they just flew out for the show. That's insane. uh, That was insane. That was a very crazy email to receive. Yeah. How soon did you receive that before the show? Uh, Within a week. It was like two, three days before the show. Yeah. Okay, Um, cool. That's just how it normally goes. Man, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I don't think I don't think they were gonna do any van stuff, you know. I think this was this was strict. They did it strictly for the fans, you know, that that loved that record. That's I, really cool. I don't anticipate much coming out of that camp, you know, moving forward. I forgot I mean, I, that that was a ten year tour. Yeah, it was. Completely forgot that that was a ten year tour. Yeah. Yep. That was a great yeah, it was, night. It was. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had we've had some really good luck this past year, so. Definitely, and I mean, congratulations, of course, on the album. That was awesome. That was super yeah. awesome to see. Thank uh, you. Yeah. yeah. How long did that take to put together in terms of the it was, given balancing everything? Um, it was like there was I don't know. It was far from a normal way to put a record together for us. I mean, we we teamed up with Drew Owens, who's done a ton of great records. Like the newest, a lot like Birds, is done by him. He did all oh. of like from from Indian Lakes records until this recent one. Nice. Um, uh, he's done, yeah, he's done a bunch of my friends too. He's done like Wolf and Bear. Um, um, I'm drawing a blank. He just did the new Idola record too. Okay. Um, that I, I went and sang some stuff with Andrew on, which is always fun. It's always fun to sing on other people's songs, but um, <laughs> it's, um, I don't know, because we, we, we were battling a few just, you know personal away from the band things that got in the way of scheduling because uh it was we went in and we recorded sleep as a single first and then we did the rest of the record later and like between then it was was kind of like blocking out certain amounts of time since he had you know uh, drew had bands in there at the time here and there and then I don't know, we just, it was a tough time balancing work schedules and some personal issues, so the whole process in itself took over two years, which, you know, is you know a little excessive, you know, to the point where, you know, I think myself, 
and if I can speak for the other guys, you know, it's sometimes like, man, is this thing ever going to come out? Yeah. You know, so, uh, just very relieved. We, uh, we basically landed a tour with hail the sun and, uh, released it in time for that. as kind of part of the, part of the deal. That's good. Yeah. Dude, it was, how did, how did the record, great. how did the record play over live? What do you mean? Like in terms of the reception to oh, bands and, and yeah. Uh, fans. Oh yeah. It's better than I expected it. You know, like it's, it's been received very well. We've sold way, way more than I thought we would have sold. <laughs> yes. Like, that's know. awesome. Yeah. And you know, records, records don't sell anymore. So it's, it was really, <laughs> it's really cool. That's great. really, really cool. It's great. You know, it's, the support we have of like our, our dear friends and family even, you know, I mean, it's, it's surreal and it's deeply, deeply appreciated. So, and you know, like on tour, like we were surprised, like we ran out of CDs on tour, which was like very, very just unexpected and really cool. So, um, just, you know, things like that, that keep a band going on the road are just, you know, I, I feel like thank you is such a cop out, you know, it's just like, (laughs) you know, and it's like, no, truly, like I want to hug you. Thank you. <laughs> you are you are keeping us going, you know. So. Definitely. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that. I like I I love hearing when people that I I know and care about are doing well. That I mean that that ah oh, that's so awesome. Um, what did in terms of the in terms of the title of the record, what it means to be? Um, I'm always very curious about song titles or particularly album titles because it'll generally encompass a theme surrounding the songs where did that where did that phrase come from in terms of what it meant for the album um it was basically like it's a culmination of a lot of things like lyrically on the record like i sang about a lot of personal issues like stemming from my upbringing to witnessing you know friends relationships go really sour to uh people who you thought were you know, really good friends, you know, sometimes you drift and stuff like that. And so it was kind of like just, um, basically a survival of all of that, uh, all into one. So it's basically like what it means to be here, what it means to be present and still floating after all this, you know, all the, all the things that we've, we've battled through in our lives. So, um, basically the record is just a culmination of what it means to still be around. Yeah. to stick through and persevere so definitely that's pretty much where it came from to survive to essentially survive all of the the bullshit that life kind of throws at you yeah exactly definitely well i mean this was definitely with this record it i mean it's it was one thing to hear the songs live when you would when i'd see you guys at shows and things like that and then it was a completely different thing to hear it like in a studio to go like oh yeah i remember that song from when you guys yeah. played live or something like that <laughs> that's really um, cool yeah, I mean, how much did those songs morph over time? I mean, because essentially when you hear stuff, um, when a band says, yeah, we're going into the studio, sometimes the songs will change or they'll they'll morph or they'll yep. develop or whatever. How much did that change between um, um, the times you guys were playing that live until you had it released? Um, most of the new, newer, like I, there was one song that carried over from our very first EP and a song called Steadfast. Um, that's a song that a lot of people know just cause we've been around a while. And if you've seen us live, we've probably played that song. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, but to answer your question, um, they, you kind of go in with an open mind, um, 
to the point where, like, Drew being a dear friend before he was producing us and, you know, being our engineer, um, basically I told him from the get-go that he had free reign. Just I, I wanted his input as much as anyone in the band, you know? And it was just a very good give and take, you know, because I really, really, like, I don't know. I I really respect his opinion on things. He's got a great ear, and we have a ton in common as far as our, our influences. And um, so, yeah, I mean, there are certain songs where we kind of restructured a chorus here and there. Or, um, you know, just, hey, that part's a, that drags a little long. You know, what if we chop it? Or, hey, maybe that part's not long enough. Or did you think about singing that melody over this part as there's nothing there right now, you know, and just little ideas like that back yeah. and forth that we were all able to shoot back, you know, cause uh, I tried, we tried to hit a studio with as much of a main idea as possible, but always understand that there's, there's gray areas. There's room for songs to take a whole different direction when they're under such a microscope, um, which, you know, recording always is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, no time. No, you're never more vulnerable than, like, oh man, I'm, I'm sloppy, or you know, just things like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's funny. You know, sometimes you'll have this riff in your head that, or that you've even pre-proed, and it's like, yeah, that's gonna be great. But then for some reason, you lay it down. You're like, man, I don't know about that anymore. Yeah. You know? And especially given how long we took on the record, it created way too much time for second guessing. To where I was just getting irritated, at least with myself. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that vocal melody. I don't know. I'm like, man, you've changed it like five times. You know? <laughs> and so it's just this constant, yeah, we just need to get it done and, you know, work on some work on some new things, which we've been doing lately. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, yeah, there's there's always going to be change, you know, when you, when you hit a studio. I mean, I'm sure there's bands out there that, you know, pop in there and it's all done and you know they're so prepared that it's it but i don't know i feel like i kind of like that you know a little bit of fly by the seat of your pants kind of thing so yeah it's kind of spontaneity um yeah spontaneity to it and it's kind of I, I feel like the the hearing something and then being like yeah this is gonna be great and then laying it down and having that second guess moment i feel like that's kind of the curse of the creative person because there are so True. few people like that i've ever scene musician or actor or comedian wise no matter who it is that are always like yeah this is it and then they just go out and riff it and yeah. it's good and it works it's yeah like, that's so rare so i feel no, like yeah, that's it's a true. part of the, the creative process yeah absolutely um wouldn't uh, wouldn't have it any other way though because like you said I, I really like the spirit of uh i don't know just the the unknown or the spontaneous you know i think it I think it kind of adds something, you know? I, I, I like shooting from the hip like that. Definitely. I feel like I'd be terrified if I went into a studio and had nothing laid out. Like, I would just be like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. No, yeah, it's it's pretty tough. Like, um, I mean, yeah, like I said, we, we have kind of a blueprint of, you know, you do, like, you, you make your own demos before you go in. Yeah. And you, you give them to your producer or whoever, you know, just so they get a good idea. Then you lay down you know, like little scratch tracks of like you run your vocal over top of something or, you know, just to get a general idea of what is the desired effect, you know, the desired outcome. Yeah. And you kind of go from there. So 
given that it's fun i actually oh no no go for it go ahead <laughs> go go ahead absolutely no, it's all good i, for, I forgot <laughs> oh, um i was gonna say um given that drew you you told him that you could that uh you wanted to have input you wanted to have that um that creative input into the record from him as a producer at the end of the process what did he bring to the table for you guys as a producer and i guess how much influence of his production work um was on the record versus just because uh, i mean there's some producers that will end up being more of a mixer than they are the yeah you guys should do this here and here like i, I guess what was what was kind yeah. of his how it turned he, out he he has such a gentle like way of doing things where, you know, he doesn't want to step on toes, you know, but he he will definitely, you know, make his make his mark for sure, you know. Um, so like he he definitely had some input. Um, there's a song called uh, "Who We Really Are" that he actually sang the second verse on because he used to front a band that I was a huge fan of. That's how I met him. Called uh, "Consider the Thief" out of Sacramento, like years okay. like oh, 2007 maybe. 2007-ish, something like that. Um, and I, he, I don't know, I don't feel like his voice has been on much since then, and I wanted to change that, like, as his, as a friend, as a fan of his, and, you know, with everything that he had put forth on the record, I'm like, you, I would love to have your voice on this record, you know? And so he sang the second verse, and it's actually one of my favorite parts of the entire record. Oh, that's awesome. Um, mainly just because it's not me. Uh, it, it's not <laughs> me. So, uh, it's uh, it's really cool. But you know, he he likes, you know, he he wants the band to you know have its identity. You know, he doesn't want to write your songs or anything. Um, he, uh, but he, you know, it's a lot of the a lot of little ideas or maybe a lead won't vibe right, and then you know we'll all kind of take turns given a shot to something you're like, yeah, hey, you know, maybe instead of going high here, what if we did something like this? And then he'll, we'll kind of take turns and he'll like noodle around and we'll, you know, it's just a very open discussion about parts, you know, and what's cool is there's really no, no ego involved. You know, it's all just a really open mind. That's great. How uh, essentially another question I had about your recording process was, um, when were they done, given that you have a day job and you have a family? Like, how were you able to take that on? And excuse me, a cat just jumped up on the table, so I gotta move him. Um, say hi, Finn. <laughs> uh-huh, nice. <laughs> I have a great tabby, too. Aw. Yeah, my girlfriend has actually, two of them. Actually, it's Riley's cat. Oh. <laughs> it's Riley's cat. His name's, his name's Trigger. His name is Trigger? That's adorable. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, that is yeah. <laughs> that one that just jumped up was named Finn, and then the other one is named Neville, and I don't know where he is right now. Probably doing something uh, he should not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pretty normal. That's pretty normal. Anyway, <laughs> scratching up carpet or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, anyway, um, we were talking about the. Uh, we would. Yeah. Um, since the scheduling scheduling got a little crazy, um, especially like towards the middle like the end once we saw once we saw an end in sight we were able to come together and just make things happen basically we just it, it, it was basically just like working overtime especially for him because he was um you know in the middle of so many different projects and still fitting us in but yeah i mean there would be times i would just drive up to sacramento leave my house at five in the morning um go up there for the day even and just knock stuff out that he had an open day 
and then drive right back home. Or there's times that he and his, his awesome wife would house me, you know, um, and he'd work Saturday and Sunday, you know, or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was kind of spontaneous, uh, days here and there that I would kind of go up there, especially when it was kind of vocal time or my guitar parts. Cause, uh, I, I laid out a lot of the, a lot of the rhythm stuff in the cleans and dirty rhythms on the record and, you know, spent a lot of time focusing on like guitar tones and, um, but yeah, uh, it was, it was the scheduling of it was, yes, yeah, definitely something that we're all in agreement that's going to be a little more streamlined on the next record. But, uh, yeah, it was the, once again, the balance comes into play and it's, it's never easy, but you know, it's just how bad do you want to get something done? <laughs> exactly. Um, how much, um, how much do you guys have prepared for the next record? Um, if I may ask, a lot of, a lot of talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, uh, a lot of riff ideas. Um, a lot cool. of you know, because we're more of a guitar-oriented band, but we're going to incorporate some, some uh, synth and stuff like that. Like I just picked up a Korg uh, Mini Log, um, which is like a cool analog synth, and it's insane to try to learn how to use. <laughs> yeah, those are those are but, nice. uh, They're fun to mess with. <laughs> oh yeah, they are they are a blast, and uh, so I'm just having fun learning how to use it. Um, but yeah, I think like we've all, like we, we finished, um, we, we did a full month long U S tour in through like all of September and then early October. And then we kind of just took a break and, you know, kind of focused on our own writing, you know, just, we all kind of want to just separate for a little while and, uh, you know, write, get, get some of your own riffs, ideas, thoughts down and, uh, over the past like month or so we've been getting together and you know like showing each other riffs and stuff and just you know we want to have a ton of material for this new one to the point where we have songs to you know not include you know, so yeah. yeah yeah we're we're definitely we're definitely on a streak right now and then you can release the b-side record <laughs> exactly <laughs> yep yeah that's the uh that's the goal but um it looks like we are going to be um releasing this record on vinyl pretty soon oh awesome yeah which is a that's yeah it's a it's a gigantic life goal of mine nice um so it's gonna be really exciting to have to have these you know once i finally get them done you know there's we we have some pretty pretty exciting news up our sleeve that i'm not at liberty to say yet but no worries (laughs) um but yeah it's you know, pretty pretty big next step for the band. That's fantastic. Sorry about that. No, no worries. You're all good. Let me just uh, make sure that this uh, saved. I'm sure it did. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, it did save. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Um, so let me just. Yeah. yeah. I, I got a call. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. No, it was like I've never had to do that before. I've, I I had no idea how to get back into Skype. No, you're no, you're all set. No, you're totally fine. Let me just export. Um, this first the audio right here just while we're talking so that i yeah, make yeah. Sure that it's not lost but um yeah. yeah so yeah we didn't lose it it's all all um the first half hour is still here so no worries Killer. are you are you skyping on your phone or are you skyping on your computer uh phone okay yeah so that'll happen yeah that's yep. the one thing they don't tell you with the new app technology that they have is that it won't just be like hey you have a notification it'll be like we're gonna shut yeah. down everything like, you're doing yeah no and it's my wife calling so if i don't answer she's gonna just call me 150 <laughs> times 
She's the most persistent human being I've known. <laughs> Not a problem at all. No worries. Um, we were talking about... We were talking about recording. We were talking about... You guys did a tour. Um, you got a video game controller there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting, getting Riley set up. Oh, awesome. What, do you, um, what are you guys playing? What do you usually play? Uh, I'm an Xbox One guy. Sweet. Uh, but I'm I'm kind of like a I love Rocket League. Okay. Um. The B movie is this cool? I know. All right, it's a great movie. I think. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I play a lot of Rocket League. Um, I play like Madden. I play okay. uh NBA Two K Seventeen. Um. What else? I mean, I used to play Halo all the time. I really like online shooting games, but Rocket League's been a ton of fun. Nice. Um, just, you know, have you played it before, or you know what it is? Um, I believe I've heard of it. My video game knowledge is kind of is kind of scattered in the sense that I know names, I know, um, in terms of the newer stuff, I know the names, I know the images of it, and then sometimes it doesn't always, two and two aren't the exact same game I think it is in my head. <laughs> yeah yeah no uh rocket league it's like um these turbo rc cars demolition okay. derby and soccer all at once what the fuck that sounds insane let me yeah have, it's i'm on google right now rocket, rocket yeah league. it's usually like two on two or three on three online and yeah it's basically soccer and it's just a like a free-for-all. It's oh, pretty that's awesome. that's insane. All right, I have to check this out. That's awesome. It sounds like... A, oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, my buddies, um, Scott, Patrick, and uh, Shane from a band called Hail the Sun uh, showed yeah. me the game. Um, like, down, I go downtown to... Uh, I go to... I go downtown. <laughs> I go to San Francisco <laughs> downtown uh, and play at Folsom Foundry. Um, okay. Yeah, they do, like, video game nights on Thursdays. And so, yeah, they have, like, this gigantic projection screen of Rocket League. And it's at a big old bar. It's, like, DJs and stuff. It's pretty sweet. Nice. Awesome time. Very you. nice. I remember, um, I think there's a bar that's in San Jose that it's, like, the Gamer Lounge. I dropped off uh, my buddy Nick there once when he was going to work, but it was it's literally a bar just based around video games and gaming nice. or something like that. It's in downtown San Jose, so I have yet to go to it, but it seems awesome, and I really miss gaming more and doing more of that stuff just because it just, I mean, the music thing took over, but it was I, w I started looking back through old stuff that I had, and I was like, my God, I was really into this stuff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exa exactly. Yeah, it's just it's just funny though. If I don't play for a couple of weeks or whatever, or I'm gone, or you know, and you pick it up, you're like, good lord, you know, like I horrible at this again. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's become so like I don't know, skill based. It's crazy. Definitely. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. So you should definitely check out Rock Rocket League. Cool. I will definitely do that. What do you guys? I mean, speaking of this, is actually might be a good segue. Um, in terms of like video games, in terms of things like that, when you guys have a ton of downtime on the road, and when you're touring and you're looking to kill time, even when you're in a van, are video games an option? Is that ever kind of a thing to? Uh, they they can be. I mean, um, if you have your, I play just like whatever games I can download on my phone. Okay. Um, or you know, I try to think or write music or you know. Anything to not kill as much, because tour could be a complete data killer, mm -hmm. and it can, and it can happen quick. Yeah. Um, 
but um, yeah, just as far as uh, to kill time on the road, uh, it's when video games are possible, it's great. But I'm uh, I just like to explore cities. Um, you know, just park park the van somewhere safe. Um, and we check on it all the time too. Yeah, just because of thieves, you know, thieves and stuff. Yeah, there's super crazy shit that's happened. The number of bands that have had their um, vans broken into in the last year is absurd. Yep. Yeah, we we tried to like leave. We we parked in like very well lit areas that are like busy. Um, all our important stuff was in the trailer, locked up. Um, but the inside, like we left nothing visible on the inside as far as, you know, anything of value, you know, do, yeah. it might not stop somebody, but it might be enough. Um, we, we were lucky, you know, Pat, you know, the two long tours we did last year, um, you know, we were very fortunate to not get robbed or anything. And that's always a fear in the back of your mind. But yeah. Meanwhile, you're, you know, heading to New York city or Philadelphia or Boston or whatever. And you're like, man, you know, I, I've never gotten to actually like roam these towns before, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it was a blast. We had a full day off in Philadelphia, and it was that is that has turned out to be one of my favorite cities. Oh, it's a great city. to to visit. I love Philly. Yeah, it like, was so we were off it's of, so fun. Yeah, we were off of uh, South Street most of the day. You know, went to good old Jim Steaks. Nice. <laughs> got a ri- got a real Philly cheesesteak. Yes, that was with with Wiz. With Wiz with, is yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's no other way. There, no, there really is, isn't. Yeah. No, any other way is incorrect. Yes. <laughs> like, I went to, um, I went to Dave and Buster's once. Sorry, Kyle and Ciro, but I ordered a Philly cheesesteak there, and um, it was. <laughs> My wife used to work there. <laughs> it was. I'm. I mean, as a sandwich, it was fine because it was. It's steak and cheese. You can't go wrong. Yeah, with you that. can't really go wrong, yeah. but it. But as like a Philly cheesesteak, it was a lie. It was not yeah. a real Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Because my dad had taken me to Philadelphia, and he we went to Geno's. Uh, we didn't go to oh, Jim's. Yeah. yeah, we went to Geno's, and he was like, okay, order it with this, order it with this. That's a real Philly no. cheesesteak. And I was like, yeah, nothing else at this point. No, everyone that's ever been to Philly was like, be ready with your order. Yeah. You know, like, don't screw around. And so I, like, went up, and I was, I was trying to be like, I don't know, I tried to, like, blurt out my order all loud and, like – before he could be rude to me, I was like, "I'm gonna be rude first. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the soup Nazi in Seinfeld, where you yeah, have exactly. to like have the order and then step aside really quickly with the paper. Bag. Yeah, no, it's exactly how I felt. <laughs> and so, you know, I was like, "I am not gonna screw this. I'm not gonna be another California idiot on the East Coast. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna blow this for my hometown." You know? Oh my god, that's amazing. No, so, I mean, even with and so yeah, that yeah. Uh, Yinglings drank a lot of Yingling beer over there. Okay, just because that's like. I don't know, one of the oldest breweries, and you can pretty much only get it on the East Coast, so yeah. it was fun. It was good. Nice. But yeah, New York City was a blast. Yeah, also a blast. Wonderful city. Um, in, like, we we parked in Staten Island because we were on tour with a band called Only Sibling, and Daisy had Only Sibling were from Staten Island, so it was like their hometown EP release show Yeah. on the tour, and uh, so they're like, yeah, park in Staten Island, we could take the trains and then take the ferry over. And so we did, and it's funny, like, as the ferry pulls up, you're like, okay, there's Statue of Liberty, all this stuff I've read about but never seen. And uh, I'm like, yeah, this te- this city just doesn't look that big as you pull up to it. But then you start walking around, you're like, yeah. it just doesn't end. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just... insane. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Like, I, um, I walked 
there was a uh, one part of that city that I had walked through, and uh, like we got, th- I think when I had gone in there for the first time, the first thing I ever saw in it, other than the highways, was uh, Times Square, like a glimpse yeah. of it, and I was like, "Holy crap!" That's like, and I was kind of like, "Wow, that's cool." And then I actually walked out into it, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is." Oh yeah, it made me. Uh, so it different. made me long. It made me long for the TRL days. <laughs> you know, because it's, <laughs> it's like I think it was like a Friday that we were there. I'm like, oh, TRL would have been banging today. Like, Some, would, like would have, they would have had like NSYNC in studio or something. Yeah. Like everyone would have had signs out front. It would have been crazy. Yeah. No, it was funny. Like you people that are like from New York and stuff are so, they're not like jaded towards it or anything. But it's like, yeah, whoop de doo. I'm like, hey, I've never been here. I'm gonna do the tu- <laughs> this time. I'm doing the tourist stuff. Yeah. Then I'm, next time I'll I'll do the other stuff. But I I want to see these these you know crazy landmarks and stuff that i've only read about before so yeah yeah, it was a lot of fun like uh one of the tour highlights for sure was uh i think we were we were outside of a uh saint pete florida and we played this really well-known venue there um and then we had some friends who uh who housed us um seabass and uh brianna they 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 live on this place called uh, indian rocks beach okay which is um real it's like western florida like towards the gulf and they lived a block from the ocean so we're done loading up we finally get there it's probably like two in the morning and they're like yeah beach is down the street you want to check it out and we're like hell yeah and so <laughs> we we're all kind of just walking i had just like shorts and shoes or whatever and uh we get there and you know being you being from you know, we're all californians we know how our ocean is yeah i mean that our ocean is freezing you know it's yeah, like 53 it 54 degree water and it's just that's you know, being it's generous cool. it's like yeah it's, it's arctic it's insane yeah. yeah so we get there and i put both feet in and the water's like 85 90 degrees oh and, it, and i was just, i was like what and then yeah we we freaking just shed the clothes and just jumped right in yeah like it was i would have done the same under i mean underwear swimming in the middle of florida <laughs> in the summer who cares man we're it was funny yeah it was it was a complete blast though you know we kept kept, we kept swimming out because it was a really dark beach and so we just kept swimming out into where our feet really couldn't touch anymore and it was just this most surreal feeling of just being on the opposite side of the country and you know this crazy warm i'm like warm oceans do exist they're they're not a fable (laughs) that is awesome that's so cool raised here you know so i've i've frozen in our ocean many times (laughs) But you can freeze at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk every exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that must have been nice. And I mean, that, I mean that. God, that sounds so fun. In terms of like, I mean, if I remember correctly, from the beginning of that tour, it may have been a different one that I was thinking about. Didn't your guys' van like the transmission died or something like that? Yep. That was our that was our first tour. <laughs> that was our very first tour. Uh, that was with Hail the Sun and Idola. Yeah. Um, we were. Yeah, we were basically going to just drive straight through to Detroit. Um, but literally not even three hours into the drive, we were in the Sierras. And I don't know, like, it felt like the trailer was just too much for that van or something. And I think I think I bought a lemon, just to be 100% honest. I think I think the the old woman hosed me. <laughs> she, she won and I lost. So, <laughs> you know... Uh, I, I gave the full van a full tune-up. I actually had that transmission serviced. The uh, the auto tech guy said like the fluid was a little dirty, but he didn't really see any cause for concern. 
So I don't really know. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I think I was going maybe not even 50, but I was going up this hill and I just went, I was the one driving and I went to downshift, um, just, you know, to a higher gear just to climb the hills better. And yeah. like, it just gave out. It made this horrible, like, and then, you know, you push the gas, it revs and nothing moves. And so we're, like, on the side of this mountain road, like, right where, like, the hill crests. Oh, Jesus. And we're all, like, yeah, we're pitch black, you know, truckers are passing us by, and, you know, they're, you know, they're not hitting us by only about a foot, you know, because it's not a full shoulder. Yeah. And, uh, so we're, we're up there, and, uh, Roman, who was filling in for us on drums, had AAA, um, and he, you know, he's calling AAA, and they basically said, due to the size of our van and the trailer, they had nothing for us until 8 a.m. the next morning. And this is uh, midnight. And so we're like, Sh- you know, shit, what do we do? You know, this is, we can't stay here. Some trucker's going to just take us out. And uh, so I was like, I don't know, among this discussion and my just, I don't know, I was, I, I got kind of quiet to, you know, I was just like, I just dumped all this money into this van and I was just like overwhelmed for a few minutes. Yeah. And, uh, it was just, I was like, you know what, we're at this crest, let's just see where this, let's go, let's see if we can get over this hill and, uh, just see where it takes us. And so I ended up putting the transmission like all the way into low or first yeah, and then barely touching the gas and the transmission grabbed just enough to get us over the hill. Oh my God. And so we basically coasted from there. We coasted from there and found this off ramp. And basically just let it coast until the van stopped. I hit the e-brake. Um, I put the van in park because uh, that still worked. It was the whole drive gear in the transmission that fried. Yeah. And uh, we basically just slept there. It was off the side of the road. So I had some, I had some whiskey in the trailer, and I definitely I had to drink some drink some blues away. Yeah. That after that, I would just <laughs> understand that. Yeah. It was it was cool. Once once we found that off ramp, it was just kind of like this. You know, like, we all knew it sucked, you know, and it was a shitty position to be in, but just being down that hill and off of an off-ramp was so much better than where we were five minutes before then. You know, just, like, on the side of this really busy freeway, like, half on a shoulder to where I'm like, we wouldn't sleep. You know, I probably would have tried to sleep on the side of the road or something. Yeah. Like, it was it was very, very sketchy. But uh, luckily for us, we got a van from our friends uh, in a band called Articles in Stockton, and we had a different friend in a different band who actually lived up there in the mountains. Um, basically, it was just like, oh, yeah, you guys need to ride to Stockton, and then drove us, you know, all the way to Stockton, which is about an hour and a half away from where we were, like, no questions asked. Shout out to my, my good friend Josh on that one. I'll never forget him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude dude was a saint. He saved us. Um, so without those two, you know, that tour would have never happened for us. With you said that you were you were in the Sierras. Was it snowing or was it just like, no? Okay. It was it was July. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, that would have been just <laughs> just pile on at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like cool. What else you got? Let's bring it. Yeah, Let's exactly. go. Come on. Screw it. <laughs> That's just please hit me. <laughs> That's. Ins- I mean, do you think, given what you had kind of said, I mean, all, this the stories that you just told me they made me want to travel again and they were they just they're very they were very inspiring to 
not just to myself, but to other people who will listen to this, who who are gonna want to be touring musicians and are gonna want to go and see the world and at least the at, at the very least the country. In terms of songwriting, do you think that that like the travels and stuff that you guys do will ever play into your songwriting or maybe into your lyrics or anything like that? Do you think? Oh, of course. Will, yeah. Because I mean, I I feel like there's no off limits for inspiration. Um, like, I don't know if it's something I'm, we're the type of band to where if it's not something we feel, we're not going to write it. Like everything, everything we do is from the heart. Um, like none of us can, none of us are good at faking anything. (laughs) So it's just, it'll never be in us to, you know, write something insincere. So, um, as far as that goes, yeah, we're definitely, that that'll, it'll definitely play into future songwriting you know the all the travels and the trials tribulations all that you know it's it's all all part of it definitely well man that i mean that's that's awesome how long did that tour last oh this tour that was a quick it was like 10 days our we only missed um we only missed detroit on that tour the next night was in chicago and we met up there only because of like the grace of our dear friends you know and getting the backup van so quickly uh, the next day, um, next morning, actually. It was basically all we, only time we lost was the uh, the time we were, you know, it was dark and we were pulled over. Yeah, definitely. So, well, man, that's, that's, so yeah, yeah, that's incredible. I mean, that, that sounds like, that sounds like such an adventure. I don't even know what else to say with that, like from the, the mountains all the way to New York, Philadelphia, and to fucking Florida beaches. That's incredible. That's awesome, man. Yeah, we covered a lot of ground this year. You know, it's we're very, very thankful. It's Get, been yeah. It was a hell of a year for us last year. Yeah, given everything that you covered, and everything that all of the the achievements and all of the things that you guys were maybe struggling with that uh, you had briefly mentioned before. Going into this new year, do you guys have? Would you say that you guys have more optimism, or do you? Or is it kind of the same playing field in terms of, yeah, we're gonna do this, but or is there, I guess, a heightened sense of, shit, we did all this. What are we? How's this next year gonna go? Um, we basically we started this band with no expectations, um, because we just wanted to write music we like playing and that we believe in. Anything else that I mean, I mean, what band doesn't want to succeed? I mean, that's that's just part of it. I mean, everyone wants to succeed at what they do, but you know, like it was never really like discussed of like, Hey, we're going to tour a bunch or we're going to do this or we're going to do that. You know, we're just, you know, five dudes in a room that just wanted to play music. So we're, we kind of take it as a come what may approach, you know, like opportunities come, hell yeah, we're going to take them. Um, and you know, we're, yeah, are we going to seek opportunities? Of course we will. But, I mean, that's never really the, the the main goal of the band. You know, we want to just write music that we're proud of. And anything else that has come with it has been an absolute bonus. That's awesome. That's, that's, it, it's, it's really refreshing to hear that in a world where there are people that, while they do love the music that they love and they do love performing, they get so swept up in the fame and they get so swept up in, oh, if I just got this, then everything would be perfect and it would be this. And it, yeah. It's just really nice to hear that there's someone who's like, no, we're just doing it because we love it. And if we get cool stuff, yeah, we're going to take it, but we're doing it because yeah, like, it's our if, outlet. If, 
Yeah, exactly. If there comes a time where we uh, we don't feel or we don't love it or anything anymore, like yeah, we're you know that's when I know it's time. But uh, I don't I don't at least for me I don't see that coming anytime soon. Definitely. Um, just because I still still really love what I do, so I'm very very fortunate to do it. That's awesome. Um, this we're actually almost at an hour. Um, but I uh, first wanted to say thank you. This has been awesome, and I'm super stoked. We finally got to do this, and finally got to get you on the show. But I know we've been talking <laughs> know, about it for a long time. It's been a long time coming. Yes, I'm long super stoked. No, yes. definitely, definitely appreciate being on, man. Like it's it's really cool. It's been it's been cool. Like, I mean, you you say these nice things about us, but you know, I've been keeping my eye on on you and your. Oh. your endeavors and stuff and it's been great seeing you grow as well man like it's, Thank you, man. it's really it's been it's been great like you're you're doing you're doing some really good shit so Thank you should you definitely so be proud of yourself that that really means a lot uh, to you, man. i definitely like like you i know what it's like to burn at both ends you know work yeah. be the first one up and the last to go to sleep so yes. <laughs> you know nothing that's that's how success happens my friend so absolutely you're doing a great job Thank you, man. You too. Um, this will be the last question that, and I I close every, I guess, music-related interview with this one. Um, I guess on a rather broad sense, but looking towards the future, um, what does music mean to you? I can't say everything, but uh, it's just a gigantic part of who I am. Um, you know, just because my family means so much to me. But in in a creative sense, music is a gigantic part of who I am to where I'm not the same person without it. Um, there's, I don't think there's a single day that goes by where I don't listen to some sort of music or, you know, have, have it being in some part of my life, whether it's creating, listening, um, advising, you know, just friends, friends, bands and stuff. They're like, Hey, I have a new song. You want to listen to it? Or, Hey, you want to sing on this song or just things like that. Um, but yeah, music is, instrumental to my life yeah um it's it's definitely like i don't know i have so many lifelong friendships because of music um that i wouldn't have had otherwise and that's another thing that you know that i can't say enough about you know i mean we're it's kind of it turns out to be kind of a brotherhood just because you know it's who understands musicians better than other musicians i mean are there bad ones out not bad musicians i mean are there people that are kind of self-serving in it of course there are you know but um you 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 end up seeking out the right people and the good friends you know that you know that will be there in your life no matter what so uh music is just very 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 important to me perfectly said joey lancaster it was awesome to talk with you i'm so glad that we were likewise man handle this to get this down all right man i will let you right. go back to doing your thing have a great oh, rest yeah. of the day and i will send this over when it's live all good brother thank you so much all right man take care i'll see you soon all right man take care bye, bye.